Should TikTok be a part of your branding strategy? Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we answer the questions you have been dying to ask as it relates to this social media platform. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, everyone, to the Champion Forum podcast. Some of you are already skeptical to even continue listening because of the intro, and I get that. I get it. Maybe you're like I was, and you blew off TikTok as simply something for this younger generation. Maybe you've seen it as taboo. I know I was late to the party. There's many of you listening that maybe you haven't even joined the party yet. Well, Buckle up, open your mind, and get ready to learn and challenge maybe some of the ways of your thinking because today on the show, we have the absolute authority on social media and TikTok marketing. Austin Armstrong is a lifelong digital marketer. He's the CEO of Socialty Pro, which is an organic SEO and TikTok full-service marketing agency. He's a speaker. He's absolutely a TikTok expert. He's a podcast host. Uh, go check out his podcast. It's called TikTok Podcast Business Talk. All thanks to video. After getting his social media start on, you guessed it, MySpace, he has combined for more than 1.1 million followers on his social media platforms and has now posted over 2,500 videos on TikTok alone, tripling his own business and thousands more across his own clients' accounts. He's a Dark Horse Society award winner, TikTok for Business panel moderator, and has more than 100,000 YouTube subscribers. Here's some fun facts about Austin. He used to be an amateur kickboxer. He's an avid rock climber. And wait, check this one out. He's been to every Disney theme park except for one, which is in Hong Kong. Austin, welcome to the show. <laughs> Jeff, it sounds, uh, thank you so much. You're, you're just rattling off my life there. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I guess I've, I guess I've, I'm doing okay. I've accomplished a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm pretty Man, proud. I'll tell you what, um, <laughs> in your space, you are, you are uh, one of the goats. There's no doubt about it. I'm just having and, fun. Uh, you know, this, this topic of social media comes up a lot in, in my circles, uh, a lot of my clients. Matter of fact, it came up so much that we had you join our executive mastermind group because we had business leaders and entrepreneurs that, you know, we had been talking about it for months and uh, to TikTok or not to TikTok, that is the question and all of these things that go around it. So obviously you're a very interesting guy. You have an amazing uh, life, but you're helping and serving a lot of people. But selfishly, I do have a question that I, I have to have you answer before we go into social media and TikTok questions, you have an uncle that is in the baseball hall of fame yes. and I'm an avid baseball historian. So I'm dying to know who that is. Yeah. You know, this is the most interesting thing in the world. Uh, the timing of that question, he actually passed away this morning. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like literally this morning got the news. Sorry. Yeah. 
No, it's okay. Uh, his name's Bruce Suter. Uh, he was a pitcher on the Cardinals and Cubs uh, in the 80s, won the 86 uh, World Series uh, with the Cardinals. He wow. was the uh, he was the first pitcher to master the split finger fastball. Yeah. Uh, so anybody that was watching baseball in the eighties uh, probably uh, knows who he is. He was a he was a very uh, prolific. Uh, yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. I I know the name. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. It's, well, sorry weird, for your loss. <laughs> Thank you. Weird timing to ask that question, but yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, hey, maybe we'll cut that one out. But nonetheless, no, that's. A- that's uh, He's left an amazing legacy. He sure has. And and uh, in his honor, you can get to Hong Kong and uh, hit that 12 out of 12 at uh, Disney. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Well, uh, you were part of the mastermind group. We talked a lot about this subject. We had a lot of people on that call that did see this whole TikTok thing as taboo. And we're going to jump into that stuff. But I'd love to uh, see before we jump into some of the tactical execution Tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, You have amazing knowledge, but you didn't start where you are. Uh, Did you grow up as a kid saying, I'm going to be a social media star? I mean, you tinkered with MySpace, so you're an OG social media person. How did you evolve to get to where you are today? Yeah, it's it's been quite the journey. Uh, I yeah, I've been doing this for 17 years. I got started, I sort of stumbled into the social media game on MySpace when I was 14 years old, turning 32 in uh, about four days, so uh, almost almost 18 years now. Um, I completely stumbled into it uh, originally. Uh, I think I won't go too back too far back into the MySpace game, but but I just I loved it so much. I I just took to gaining large followings of people. So when I was 14, 15, 16, I had uh, several accounts on MySpace with well over 100,000 followers, was making money back then. And um, I'd always show my mom like, look, 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 mom, I just got paid $750 today. And she's like, hmm. it, is, is that illegal? What are you doing? You're 14. <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, and I, I just got bit by that bug and and sort of I was fortunate enough to know that this is my calling. This is something that I am passionate about. And this is as silly as it might sound. This is what I think I was put on this earth to do uh, in the social media game. And and so after MySpace, I, I sort of I, I'll be honest, I, I don't think I recognized at the time that this could be a career path for me. Mm-hmm. So there was a there was an in-between phase of of not really growing social media presence online for myself or or for businesses. But I, I came back to it again by happenstance uh, about eight years ago now. So I started uh, as an unpaid intern. So I actually have an untraditional path, which I'll just mm-hmm. touch on quickly here. Uh, I don't have a college degree. I was a pretty terrible student in high school. Uh, I was getting D's in class while I was daydreaming about building websites and uh, and and growing my following on on MySpace. Mm-hmm. And that was a that was a, a little bit shunned upon at the time. But now in uh, you know self self reflection, I'm like, wow, I sh- I should have just you know ignored all of that and and really jumped all in the whole time because I'd be even further along than I am now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I took an internship route. I was an unpaid intern at a video marketing agency. 
that specialized in video marketing for the behavioral health space, doctors, psychologists, addiction treatment centers, and the like. And uh, I loved it, uh, worked really hard, became a paid intern, which led to becoming a part-time employee, which led to becoming a full-time employee. Uh, my boss at the time is now my business partner, hmm. and uh, I've just been doing it every single day for the last eight years straight since getting into that. Uh, and I get more and more motivated every single day. So I've seen a lot of these platforms come and go. And uh, when it came time for, for uh, I, I was doing stuff on, on YouTube a little bit, content creation with me in the, in, in the actual videos. Uh, but when TikTok came out, I was like waiting for this platform because it was so simple for me and so intuitive to just get on there real quick, uh, talk about a concept that I cared about and just do it all, all the time. There's, I have un, you know, unlimited amount of ideas. I've, I've never, you know, 2,500 videos posted. I've never run out of an idea yet. Wow. Uh, I'm still going. That is strong. a gift. Um, the, the gift of gab I've been told I had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot in that. I mean, obviously we're going to talk about social media today and TikTok, but I hope there's some young people listening uh, to this episode and I'm not, I'm not hating on education by any stretch, but you know, to think about your story, one thing that really rung in my ears was an unpaid internship. And there's probably young people listening and saying, that guy's crazy. And who would ever do that? Show me the money. Um, look, that this theory goes clear back to Think and Grow Rich, the book by Napoleon Hill of yeah. uh, go tell people you'll work for free to get the experience that you need. Yes. Um, and look, you got a great end result. So now it's like we have the white paper, right? But yeah. I love I love what you said about that. And let that I mean, let that be a message to all of us, regardless of age, quite frankly, is, you know, we we know the saying of the the two best days of your life is the day that you were born and the day that you have figured out why you're here. And Austin, you have figured that out. I mean, uh, go back, listen to the bio and the statistics, Google it for yourself. Uh, this is the Tom Brady of of TikTok we have on the show today. So uh, it's exciting to watch that journey and to see that level of commitment to get the expertise that you have. And now not only has that helped you grow a brand and build a business, you have an amazing business that helps a ton of people, but now you're you're able to serve on a global impact to help people create not only their personal brand, but their business brand. Um, and we talked a lot about that in the mastermind that whether you're an entrepreneur, uh, which is kind of a no brainer, like you got to have a presence, but even if you're uh, a leader in a corporate situation or a fortune 500, we're all fighting for our brand. And it matters whether that's to recruit people to your team or to your company, or maybe you're going to jump ship and go to another business, personal branding, business branding, it all matters. Um, so let's dive in. I mean, I think the great a great way for us to start the discussion is to maybe do a little bit of myth busting. Sure. Uh, I think it stands to reason that there are people listening that believe that TikTok is for the younger generation. And, you know, if you're going to be effective on TikTok, then you have to have a good two step and some fancy dance moves and have all the latest trends of music and uh, hard bumping bass in the background. And we maybe have this perception and this myth. What do you say to those people? 
I, uh, I, nothing I will tell you on this podcast will, will request that you dance. So don't worry about <laughs> dancing whatsoever. And well, that's um, good. Yeah. I've, I've never danced on the platform. Uh, I've never yet. made a club yet. Yet. Yeah. I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to see that anyway. <laughs> Uh, we've never made a client dance and, uh, and, and we've, we've done pretty well, I'd say so far. So I understand where the, that pushback comes, uh, comes from. And it's, it's, it's a combination of, uh, the media talking about that. And when you first open the app, uh, when you first open the app, TikTok doesn't know who you are. They don't know what you're interested in. So you have to spend a little bit of time showing it what you're interested in, what you're watching uh, longer than other videos, what you're regularly engaging with, whether you're just watching that video to completion, clicking that little like button on there, leaving a comment, watching a video, and then following that person. They're actually tracking all of these signals so that they can send you better videos that you're, that you're interested in. So it takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that while you might see a younger demographic creating content on it, that doesn't mean that's who is only on it. There are, I believe, uh, over 140 million monthly active users in the United States alone on TikTok now. Wow. So you just statistically think about that. Uh, it's not just kids, right? And so how I like to um, talk about this is that just because you see younger demographics creating content, it's the lurkers. Mm. It's the people that are not creating content that are your target business owners. Wow. Those are who's going to watch your, your content. They might not necessarily be creating it, but they're watching the videos. Yeah, and I'll give yeah. a quick example here. This is, I love this, this channel. I bring this guy up all the time. I think I brought him up in the mastermind as well. Uh, his channel is called Real Scott Sims. Uh, he talks about Medicare enrollment for 65 plus, and he's got about 140,000 followers on TikTok right now. Wow. All he does is talk about Medicare enrollment for 65 plus. If that doesn't tell you about the opportunity for an older demographic, I don't know what will. You know what's funny you say about that? This is starting to ring in my own mind because I'm a late adopter. Uh I started tracking my TikTok and I'm not anywhere close to even scratching the surface of what you're doing. I might get like 10 to 15 hits on the like button for a video, but you got to start somewhere. But but something I've been doing is as people start following me, I click on their profile to try to find out like, what are they into? What are they posting? Are they in my own space? Do they do what I do? Or are they a, are they a peer? Are they a consumer? I will tell you nine out of 10 followers I get have yet to post a video, not one. Mm -hmm. And so I don't even know who they are, what they're about, what they're into. So your point about the lurkers, that's probably our consumers. Exactly. That is profound. I'm I'm going to keep looking at that. What other myths are out there, Austin, as it relates to TikTok or uh, social media at large, but TikTok primarily? What other myths are out there that you would bust and say, hey, look, don't let this be the thing that holds you back? Yeah. So the, the big elephant in the room is that, yes, it's a Chinese owned company. That's the other big pushback point that I get all, all the time. Uh, and uh, 
Yeah, the the parent company ByteDance is owned by China. There are entire U.S. operations. A lot of people will just read a Fox News headline and say, oh, this entire app is Chinese propaganda. Come on. Are you really that (laughs) close-minded? For me, and even if you believe that in your heart and soul, the opportunity so far outweighs any negative consequence, in my opinion. Than, than anything that that's going to, to impact you. And if you're that worried about it, if you're that worried about like data tracking, right? There's, you know, clips of Joe Rogan talking about reading right. the, the, the poly or the terms and conditions of the, yep. the apps in the phone. That's mm-hmm. another one too, right? The opportunity is so huge. The organic reach is so much more than any other platform out there. Just get a burner phone. Spend 50 bucks, get a crappy phone, an old iPhone, an old Android phone, whatever, and just have that be your TikTok phone. And the only thing you use that phone for is uploading videos so that you can reach potentially millions of people and drastically scale your business. And then you just, you know, turn the phone off and hide it in the drawer or whatever you have to do. That is your opportunity. And if your only pushback points are, oh, that's that Chinese app. I don't even want to support that. You're missing the wave. You're missing the bandwagon because yeah. TikTok's not going anywhere. They're only going to get more ingrained. What yeah. they're doing to lean into, they're taking uh, into search. They're taking on Google right now. They're opening up. I just saw this headline uh, the other day. They're opening up distribution centers for products purchased through TikTok. So they're mm-hmm. taking on Amazon. They're coming after big, big players. So this wow. is only, this is only the beginning. So they're going brick and mortar. They're going brick and mortar. They are, they are going aggressive. They're not happy with where they're at, even though they've had all this momentum. So even though we're like three years into this thing, it's still early. You know, I adopted, I was a fairly early adopter. I started in, in 2019. I've been on the app since, well, I guess it's been out for about four years now, but I, I got started three years ago. Um, and I thought I was late at the time, which I think is is funny because I heard about it for about a year. I thought I was totally yeah, late yeah. to the bandwagon. But you're not late. Nobody is late right now. It's still right. super early. Like they're barely rolling out ads into the platform. Uh, this is not a mass adopted ads platform yet, which is the opportunity for marketing. Your competitors are, are not on this space. So don't worry about any of those potential issues. Just ride this gold rush right now because it's a blue ocean. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that this does come up. It came up on the mastermind about the Chinese and the terms and conditions. I was at a family function of which it came up and it got a little heated. Sure. Uh, This was a person that was uh, all in on social media. They agreed that social media was a thing. But over my dead body, why be on TikTok? And they started telling me all these reasons. And I started like buying into it a little bit until the light bulb went off in my head later that day. And I was thinking to myself, I'm not that important. I'm not that interesting. And if whoever knows what I'm doing and tracking and whatever, and then what? Like, I'm not that big of a deal. And so to your point, it's like, is there risk? Yes. There's also risk driving your car across town. But we make the decision every day to get in the car and drive. Now, I'm sure I'm going to get DMs and emails about things I don't know and conspiracy theories and all of this other stuff. 
but here, hear what Austin is saying, because at some point you got to make a decision. Am I getting on board? Am I not getting on board? I'm not here to tell you what to do. Maybe I'm misinformed, but that's what we're here to do on this show is to educate and get you thinking a little bit differently. So yeah. Austin, you another, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. I just want to throw in one more caveat into there, uh, because this is another thing that I've gotten as an agency owner, um, not to pitch anybody in general. It doesn't have to be us. It can be anybody. But we literally have clients that don't have TikTok on their phones. So we're a full uh, management agency, which basically our value prop is you be the expert that you are and you handle the, uh, we, we'll handle the rest. Right. So if you're that concerned, but you want to seize the opportunity and you're like, I will not download this on, on my phone over my dead body. Well, you can hire an agency like mine and just send us, uh, you know, videos. We'll edit them and we'll post them on your TikTok for you because this isn't something I'm worried about. So you don't even <laughs> need to download the app if you don't want to. We'll handle it for you. There are solutions to this problem is what we're hearing, right? I mean, the, the burner phone is a great idea, actually. I'm thinking about that, actually, for multiple reasons, as you're saying. Yeah. It. Like, I don't need another person DMing me something stupid again, right? So that could <laughs> there could be many benefits of a burner phone. Yeah. So you you obviously, you're big into YouTube. Uh, they, they heard the stats with the bio. But TikTok has really been a main focus of yours. Uh, by way of marketing, by way of your own business. So let's talk about that. Like, we, okay, we got to implement potentially this TikTok strategy. Why not Instagram? Why not Snapchat? What's so special about TikTok that that we can't leverage or find on these other platforms? Well, I, I think it's it's and it's not necessarily or. Um, okay, and. And this is a time allocation thing, of course, we're all busy professionals. The organic reach and the culture on TikTok, I think, is just so different from any other platform out there right now. Instagram's been around for 15 years. YouTube's been around for like 17, 18 years at this point. Facebook, Facebook's been around for even longer than that. All of these platforms were saturated and they were stagnant for years until TikTok rolled out and sort of forced the hand uh, and of all of these other uh, platforms. I don't know if anybody can remember back four years ago before before TikTok, it was kind of boring because it had been a lot of the same thing across social media for years. There was no real significant innovation. Mm -hmm. And so just going back to it, like it is the most organic reach of any platform right now, by far, um, just by simply having a content strategy of knowing exactly who your target audience is, knowing the, uh, the pain points and the emotional needs, desires uh, of your target audience and creating consistent content, addressing those emotional aspects to your target audience, you're going to win right now because most businesses most individuals are just not creating content on the platform right now now i will say as well my my attention shifts a lot of the individual platform because all of these other platforms are now trying to catch up and and play defense against tiktok tiktok is so aggressive right now and the opportunity is so big that all of these other platforms rolled out tiktok competitors YouTube has YouTube shorts. Instagram mm -hmm. has Instagram reels. Oh, Facebook yeah. has Facebook reels right now. 
Um, every platform supports vertical video. And I would challenge everybody to sort of break that um, that that illusion mirror in your head and start looking at your television screen. Start, you know, when you're going to the train station or the airport, pay attention to the monitors and the TV. Everything is switching to vertical video. When you have that lens, you're going to think like, this is this is the new format. It's not horizontal anymore. And I can get into some of the psychological reasons on why that's the case if you want. But you can have a TikTok first strategy, or you can just have a vertical video strategy right now and upload that same video onto TikTok, onto Instagram Reels, onto YouTube Shorts, onto Facebook Reels, onto LinkedIn, onto your Google business page, onto Twitter, onto Snapchat. The same video across the board. That wasn't the case five years ago, but it's working right now because everybody's playing catch up with TikTok. In my opinion, like I've been in the space for 17 years, almost 18 years. It's never been easier to grow on social media than right now. So we're in this little bubble of time. And that's so the opportunity. When you're talking about vertical, just to yeah. just to back up, sure. Can you de- can you define that for the one that's like I don't even know what TikTok is. I got to figure it yeah. out. When you say vertical, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so uh, a traditional YouTube video or a television video is is a horizontal video, 1920 by 1080, right? That's a traditional resolution. Uh, Just flip it. It's just vertical on your phone. Um, It's flipped that. So instead of 1920 by 1080. The name says it all. Yeah, 1080 by 1920. And people are consuming that more. And I'm assuming it's because, I mean, our smartphones are built this way. Yeah. The screen's bigger, vertical, all these other yeah. things, right? And so well, I think that that says something to like, maybe you're dabbling in social media right now. Like take note of what Austin is saying. Uh, this could be a thing that could help you grow your social media presence. The worst thing is like when you see an Instagram real horizontal, because then it, oh, and, and guilt, guilty is charged, by the way, like I'm I'm a mess when it comes to social media, but I'm consistent. I will I will say that we're getting we're figuring it out, which maybe selfishly is why you're on the show today, Austin. But no problem. I'm a podcast host, too. I know how it is. We got to We got <laughs> <Exactly>. to <laughs> get those deep questions. So. <laughs> so. All right. We we now know why TikTok. Um, it's the fastest growing. It's the easiest way to get more organic reach. So, all right, we might have some listeners that are are contemplating moving forward with this. Yeah. Uh, maybe we do have people that are where I'm at, which it's like, all right, I've heard it enough. Let's get it out there. Let's just let's just create the account. Let's see what happens. How how do we begin sharing on TikTok? Like, what are some practical tips that you can give us? How do we? How do we start figuring out what our strategy should be? Should we target certain keywords? Uh, should we just start telling our story? Should we answer questions? What are some ideas that you have knowing there's multiple types of people listening, multiple industries? Absolutely. There's so much information that I can give here. I think the best place to start is to just observe for a week. Just spend a week in the app scroll, train the algorithm uh, to to show it what you're interested in, dabble around with the features, search for things, whatever you're interested in professionally or, or just a hobby or whatnot. So you can learn what works. You can learn the cadence, pay attention uh, to how they're opening the videos, you know, how the, the functionality goes. 
pay attention, you know, have that internal dialogue of why did I watch this video and why did I watch it until completion? And that's advice that I've been telling everybody is just, you know, just learn the platform. Don't go in cold, learn it a little bit. So you have a better understanding when it comes time to creating a content strategy. I like to, I, I have a process that I call quantifying your expertise, and this is basically mind mapping, but come up with three or four categories that you're able to consistently talk about broad, broad categories. Uh, these could be the services that you offer. These could be pain points of why a customer comes to you, uh, frequently asked questions that you get on a daily basis. Um, or you can use uh, a free keyword research tool uh, like answersocrates.com is one that, that I really like. And what that tool does is basically you just type something into your industry like psychology, and it's going to show you a list of hundreds of questions, prepositions, comparisons, et cetera, of people, uh, of things that people are actively typing into Google and other search wow. engines. TikTok is a search engine. I've been saying this for years. Social media platforms are search engines. People are just looking for information a little bit differently. And this is really at the forefront right now because TikTok is aggressively saying we are a search engine. In fact, they're the preferred search engine of Gen Z and it's becoming more more adopted. I won't Unreal. go down a tangent on that. Tell Start us again that, that Socrates, what was that? Socrates uh it, uh, answersocrates.com. Answersocrates.com. Yeah. We're going to put that in the show notes. That could be a game changer. Great free tool. It'll give you a year's worth of content ideas. Okay. Uh, no cost, no sign up needed, nothing. Amazing tool. Um, when you're first getting started, uh, dedicate the first 30 days to creating a video every single day and you can batch it, you know, which is just spend taking one day a week and creating seven videos or, or however much you want, but get in the habit of publishing one video every single day, because it's going to build up that content muscle for you. And it's going to help you fail faster. So it's going to learn, it's going to help you learn what your audience is interested in and what they're not interested in, because this is very much a momentum game. So if you have this like uh, mind map out there, right? Like do this in a spreadsheet. So you have category one, category two, category three, and like just list information, right? Give you a quick example. Uh, uh, one of our clients is a therapist. Uh, he can talk about uh, couples counseling. He can talk about depression. He can talk about anxiety and he can talk about narcissism. And so under each one of these categories, we have tons of questions under there. Like what are the signs of depression? Uh, what can you do to overcome depression? Uh, what, you know, what are the red flags of a, of a narcissist? How do you know if you're being gaslit by a narcissist, right? Break them down into individual questions or, or pain points associated with that thing. And then go through each one. So day one, go do a video in category A. Day two, do a category in video or, or do a video in category two and et cetera. And so this is going to give you a systematic approach of going through it. And after that 30 days, you're going to start to get questions in the comment section from other people do a video response to every single one that you can. That's a feature on TikTok, the ability to not just like write a response to that comment, but to do a video response. So their question pops up on your screen, on your video, 
and you can just record yourself answering that question in, in 30 seconds. Meaning if they have a question in the comments, you can answer yeah. it with a new video. With a new video, yep. it links back to the comment. It links back to the original video. This is an amazing way to build trust and rapport with your audience mm-hmm. and just deliver value. Um, the thing I want, I always try and drill home is that it's never about you and it's always about the audience. There's not enough time to introduce yourself and, and introduce the topic at hand. Just get into it. Just provide incredible free value. Give all of your best information away for free and you will not believe how much of an ROI that you'll get on that. That's amazing. That is amazing. And I'm thinking about like different expertise. I'm thinking about, and I might be stereotyping the demographic of our listener a little bit here, but if I were to guess, I would say that the highest percentage of the demographic of the listener of the Champion Forum podcast spends most of their social media time on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're there recruiting, they're there, you know, building their brand. Matter of fact, I would say there's probably a lot of people listening that would say Instagram and Facebook are the killer of productivity, right? Mm-hmm. So sure. if I'm if I'm the LinkedIn guru and I'm posting job openings and you know features and community outreach events that we're doing, is TikTok for that person? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, uh, I have another uh, case study example for you. Rob Cancilla, C-A-N-C-I-L-L-A. He is a uh, job recruiter on LinkedIn. He's a LinkedIn expert. Uh, he helps optimize people's profiles. Uh, he does uh, career job placements, the whole nine yards. His entire TikTok channel is about that. Career mm-hmm. advice, auditing resumes, auditing LinkedIn profiles, He's amazing. I know the guy. Super cool. Um, 100% yes. Man, you know, this is opening a whole new world. And I've watched your content quite a bit. Uh, One, to learn how to get better at it. But two, to see your style of delivery. And one of the things that I've learned from your content is you're always thinking about the viewer. Like, I love how, like, you just did the Socrates.com. And here I am, and we got, I mean, Brad's writing notes, and it's just so much value add. And, you know, you do the website of the day sometimes and go check out this website, and this is what it can do. And it's very applicable to the people that follow you. And I think that's what I've tried to learn as well is where is the problem that I can solve? And can I do that in a 30, 60 second video, whatever Mm -hmm. it might be? which is a good segue into this question, which comes up a lot. How long should my video be? Should it be a 15 second cut? Is it a 90 second to add more sizzle and, and you know, to the messaging? Is 30 seconds the sweet spot? What is the sweet spot for a video? Uh, as long as it needs to be, but as short as possible okay. <laughs> is, okay. the, is the right answer. Um, I like to, you know, uh, structure it in a bullet pointed fashion. So open that video up with a really powerful opening hook to stop that scroll because the attention span is like worse than a goldfish on TikTok, like literally yeah. worse. Um, bullet point one, bullet point two, bullet point three, uh, and then tell them what to do next, a single call to action. That's a great structure. Um, you don't, I wouldn't go too deep on any one topic 
uh, just break it down because people will get bored. Right. So like if, if one video you, you intuitively just cover like three topics, can you just talk about one of them and turn that, you know, what you thought was going to be one video into three separate videos. It's a little bit of a skill. I understand how difficult it can be to compress complex pieces of information into a 30 second video. It sounds like a very daunting task, but if you structure it like that, you know, headline is your opening hook, uh, bullet point one, bullet point two, bullet point three, bullet point four, if needed. And then a single call to action, like, you know, share this with yourself so you can take action on it later or send this to somebody who really needs these LinkedIn tips or, you know, follow to master your recruitment journey, you know, creating intent behind the call to action rather than just saying, smash that heart, you know, follow for more, leave a comment, tag 10 friends, right? They're not going to do any of it. But if you create (laughs) intent behind one call to action, you're much more likely to get that thing done. Uh, So that's how I would structure it. I mean, I've anecdotally noticed, uh, like if in that 30 to 45 second mark, if you can hold their attention for the duration of that, uh, that will uh, trigger potential virality. If you get a lot of engagement, the thing that they care about most is that video completion rate and average view duration. So above all other things, just hold their attention. So that's why it really needs to be as fast paced and as, as short as possible, but don't skimp on the value either. So behind the scenes, TikTok is viewing like, are people mopping what you're spilling? And should I keep pushing people to you? Oh, and totally. When, and then you know, and you'll you, see this in the analytics too. Like they give you audience retention graphs on the video. So you can see where people dip off. This is probably more vulnerable than anybody wants me to get on this show because it's kind of embarrassing, but I'm just going to be honest and hopefully it helps somebody. Have you seen these? I'm sure you have, Austin. These videos where these people make this dumb thing out of like an igloo cooler and this guy's like cutting a hole in the top and he's putting like these these, uh, pool noodles in it and then he dumps ice in it. And then the next step is he installs this fan and he plugs it in. And what he just created was this like makeshift uh, air conditioner for poolside. And here I am watching this guy cut into this igloo cooler. And it's really, it's like irrelevant to anything in my life. But the only reason I keep watching is I just want to see what he's going to do next. Exactly. How do we incorporate that into our own strategy? Yeah. So storytelling elements, um, you know, uh, good elements of like the hero's journey, uh, and, uh, like sometimes teasing the ending. So if you can like show the final product at the very beginning of that video, and then just kind of like rewind and show how you got to that point that can hold attention as well. Um, but anything that ca- in, in general, like you want to cause intrigue at the beginning of that video, and then you want to show the progression uh, of that final payoff, right? Mm-hmm. And so in this example that you brought up, like he's got all these weird, wacky items and you're like, what the heck is this guy going to do with this thing, right? And and so he takes you along and maybe it's sped up. And I, I I've probably seen similar videos. I don't know if I've seen the exact same video as you. I've seen people make makeshift air conditioners like that before. Yeah, um, yeah. but that's essentially the 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 thing and like 
you know, I, I have seen other videos that just captivate me like this. Like they'll open a video up uh, in a, it'll be a restaurant. And they're like, we, we open, we had to open the floorboards and we discovered a, an old yeah. safe in the bottom of it. Right. And they, they pull the safe up and they're like, now we're going to try and drill into it and we're going to see what's inside. And now I'm captivated in the viewer because I want to know what's inside this old safe uh, as well. And it takes them, you know, cause it's super hard to open a safe. Right. So they're like, you know, sanding it down and they have the, the <laughs> saw and they're trying to saw the thing open and, uh, and the real jerks will make it a part two video. So you have to like <laughs> come back tomorrow. It's like, no, just give me the dang payoff. Uh, so, <laughs> but it works. And the reason they turned it into a part two is because just from an algorithmic perspective, it works. Like you've hooked their attention. It's the same thing with like episodic TV, right? It's the same yeah. concept. So oh, yeah. you have to come back Cliffhanger next week. at the end. Yeah. Cliffhanger at the end. You have to, yeah. under, you have to, I have to come back next week to see what happens. You yeah. know, it's, it's that same concept. Storytelling is literally ingrained in our DNA. Yeah. So if you can figure out how you can incorporate those elements, you're going to drastically increase your, your watch time and it's going to skyrocket everything that you do. And that's yeah, not, and that's not just for TikTok. That's marketing in general. Oh, there's no question. And and I'm sure there are people listening that was like I am sometimes because sometimes like listening to a guy like you, Austin, is a bittersweet. It's like, oh, my gosh, I just learned so much. But how am I ever going to do all the stuff that Austin is saying to do? It just seems so daunting. And I think it's like the old analogy of how you get to the top of a mountain. You just take a step. I mean, you said it yeah. earlier, like just be consistent for 30 days. You can yeah. be consistently horrible you're going to learn something from those 30 days, but the whole point is get going. Um, and speaking of intimidating, I mean, you know, here you are, you got all the accolades, you got all the awards, you have viral videos, you have all the things that we all would love to have. And so surely it's because you have all the right lighting and you have perfect cameras and all this stuff. What do you say to the person that's just, you know, they're holding the good old uh, smartphone in their hand and that's all they got. Can I do it with just that simple of equipment? Anybody that watches my videos knows how simple they are. It's just selfie mode on my, on my face. I flip the camera around and, and just hold it in front of my computer screen. And then I flip it back around to selfie mode. Um, I have lighting set up. This is more for YouTube uh, than, than TikTok itself. That was part of the benefit of TikTok, uh, that it was raw. It was simple. It was as come as you are and just tell a story. Yeah. And that's why it was so, so addicting. Um, I, uh, I've had a lot of successes and it's because of that consistency over time. Um, you know, I hate the idea that anybody would think of me as an overnight success because I've been doing this for 17 years straight, <laughs> basically, uh, maybe eight, eight, maybe eight years straight, but every day for eight years straight. And most people will beat my timeline. If you just do it every single day and focus on improving 1% every single day. Last yeah. week, I was speaking at a, at a conference, uh, video marketing world, a conference that means a lot to me because I was at that conference four years earlier. Uh, I was still a full-time employee at another company. Uh, and uh, one of the concepts that they brought up at the conference was everybody or most people in this crowd are, are dreamers and the ones that are on the stage are, are doers. And, and that resonated so heavily with me because I, I sat in that audience that first year at the back of the room as a dreamer, 
just learning and admiring all of the people on stage, but I got started and I sucked at the beginning, but I kept going and I kept improving and I kept improving on one little thing at a time. You don't have to have the perfect lights. You don't have to have all of the offers. You don't have to have your messaging perfect. You know, all of these are self-limiting beliefs to just get started. Just open that phone and record, even if it sucks, because you're doing what 99% of people will never do because they're only dreaming of doing it. And the more that you do that every single day, the closer you get to exactly where you want to be. That's so good. Isn't it amazing, listener, that, I mean, we've had some amazing people on this show, Austin being one of them. And it doesn't matter if you are a Navy SEAL commander or a viral video maker or a a five-time best-selling author. The, the, The success leaves a trail. So thank you for redefining uh, what that means and encouraging us this way. It is so true. You know, I stink at video. I'm not good in front of people. That's a self-limiting belief. You know, does is your success more important than the pain of doing it? And mm-hmm. until that happens, you're probably not going to push through. So one thing I wanted to ask too, hopefully it is something the, the listener wanted to hear. We got... Uh, I mean, we got Facebook, we got YouTube, we've got Instagram, we've got Snapchat. Uh, I don't know if we're still on MySpace. Lord help us if we are. Uh, we have TikTok. How, how? I mean, there's so much going on. And you said it's not and or, it's kind of both. How, do, how can we repurpose our content, uh, specifically those stinking TikTok watermarks that are the bane of my existence? Um, <laughs> you know, like we see it on Instagram, like a repurposed TikTok video, and you got that uh, TikTok watermark floating all around the the video. Like, how do we, how do we repurpose content? Yeah. So there's, there's a couple ways I'm going to give you the uh, preferred, but more time consuming way, and then a workaround way. Um, Ideally, you want to remove that TikTok watermark because Instagram in particular has said, we are actively working towards deprioritizing repurposed content, i.e. TikTok videos. Instagram wants original content. All of these platforms want original content. So the reason behind removing the watermark is so that it looks like original content because they're actually tracking those watermarks. And even if you see a video that, that does well and has that watermark on it, that's and and most of the time an anomaly, not the normal. Um, and they're actively working towards removing that success altogether. So if you don't want a steep drop off in in uh, views, you know, one day and you're like, what the heck happened? Um, just get ahead of the game. The easiest way to download your TikTok videos watermark free is a website called snaptick.com, snaptick.com. You just copy the URL of your TikTok video, paste it in there, download it, removes the watermark. Then I recommend, if you have the time, to upload it natively, manually, onto each of these platforms. My anecdotal evidence from managing about 15 accounts for various businesses currently and hundreds of other accounts is that the platforms prefer you to upload natively rather than using a repurposing software 
a tool that automates this entire process, a, a, a social media scheduler. Um, so if you have the time and this takes, uh, once you get in the hang of this, this will take you an additional 15 minutes per day to do this process. That's about how long it takes us. Maybe it'll take you a little bit longer at the beginning. Once you get the flow down, it's muscle memory. We do this you know, 10 times a day, uh, every single day. We just have, I could do this in my sleep right now. Um, if you don't want to do that, I would still recommend, you know, getting it out there however you can, uh, because some views are better than zero views, sure. right? So even if it's bringing it down a, a little bit, like algorithmically, it's still better than not reaching anyone. Right. Yeah. So there's a wonderful website called repurpose.io. And what this tool does is you link up all of your social media accounts to it, and it's a backend automation software. Wow. So you can just post once to TikTok, and it will automatically remove the watermark and post it automatically to whatever other platform you have linked up. So it can post it to Facebook, it can post it to YouTube, it can post it to Instagram, it can post it to LinkedIn, it can post it to Pinterest you know, wherever you want it to go. Wow. Just post it once and it handles the rest for you. Beautiful. Uh, amazing tool. So those are a couple different options. Man, that is good. That's going to save some people a lot of headaches, including myself. Sure. sure. So what about hashtags? Uh, there's a million articles and a million opinions. Hashtag, not hashtag. Facebook hates hashtag. This likes hashtag, but if you're going to use hashtag, it's got to be this many hashtags. And if it's over four hashtags, the algorithm's not going to like it. And so, so what say you, Austin? Hashtags, what are we doing? Uh, I, I am so adjusting on the fly with hashtags that I don't even have a concrete answer for you because I think it just, I, I am just going with the flow of, of what I notice. So I personally don't use hashtags on TikTok at all anymore. But I sort of think that's because TikTok knows who my audience is already. They know who's interested in my content. And I think they're more interested in playing the SEO game anyway right now. So they just expanded the description box on every video to 2,200 characters. So that's saying like, you know, write a keyword rich descriptive uh, description of what your video is about. And that's likely pretty good. Um, if you want to use hashtags, I would say like three to five tops, really specific, uh, don't use any of those hashtags like FYP for you, for you page. Like they don't do anything. It's too general. Go really specific with hashtags of what your video is about. Um, Instagram, I am, I am constantly testing a full set of 30, uh, four to five, which I think is what they are currently telling us and zero for me, it's zero hashtags. Uh, pretty much the majority of my social media, I don't use any hashtags anymore because I think the platforms are just smart enough to know who to serve my content to. And a lot of that is consistency, right? Because I'm just creating a lot of, you know, similar subject material over and over again they know who's interested in it and they send it to those people. Um, you got to test uh, on Facebook. I will say because specifically Facebook reels, uh, I've had success with four very specific hashtags. So I'll, I'll use four hashtags for Facebook reels. 
And that's really the only platform that I actively use hashtags on. But, but like some not of our, a Facebook post, but not a Facebook post. No. Yeah. So Just here we are. Me. Like, here it is. It's like yeah, maddening. It's, Some people have said, I give up. I can't do it. I, I mean, know. look, it's a trial and error. And to Austin's earlier point, before you give up and say, well, Facebook reels, but not this, but this, but then that we feel like we're in fifth grade English. It's like I before E and it's like, here's the reality is get the content out there. Yeah. You know, five views is better than zero views. Uh, go, you know, you can go follow Austin and his podcast and incrementally get better. For most of us out here, Austin, as you well know, uh, social media is not our business. My business is leadership development, business consulting, sales strategies. I don't have time to be mm -hmm. a social media expert, but we can all get a little bit better because what's yeah. important to all of us is marketing uh, our companies. And for those of us that are working for the man, we got to we gotta build our personal brand. So why not in the day that we live in, at least incrementally get better? Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned, uh, we talked about hashtags, but you kind of answered another question maybe, which was uh, the description of the video that you're posting and how mm -hmm. these platforms will pick up on these words. So yeah. did I hear you say that the description of your video and specific keywords you put in the description might even be more important than the hashtag itself. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I think all of these platforms are going towards right now. And so like even what I said, and like I'm still confused about hashtags because they're constantly changing what's working and what's not. There is no solid answer for that. I think it's very much account-based, right? And that's why everything's all over the place because somebody can you know, say what's working for them, but it doesn't work for another person because their account is on a totally different subject matter. So don't worry about any, don't get caught up in the weeds in any of this stuff. Just as you were saying, Jeff, like just focus on creating the best content that you can and, and you know, improve your messaging to resonate better with your audience. Yeah. Videos go viral every single day that have zero hashtags in it. Don't worry about that. It's just the messaging. Just focus on the video and staying consistent. Now with these, with these descriptions, yes, I would definitely add, uh, uh, as, as much in, in depth descriptions as possible of, of what your video is about, especially on TikTok right now, because, because they're pushing so heavy in the SEO space, uh, with TikTok being a search engine, I think it's just going to be beneficial to all of us in the long run to just create, you know, searchable content. Great advice. So we might we might have uh, listeners that are like, man, I need to hear this guy more often. Uh, <laughs> we may have listeners that say, I'm out. I I <laughs> give up. I'm throwing up the white flag. I need somebody like Austin to come in and do it for me. Um, how do we? How do we? What are your? How do we follow you on social media? Um, how do we learn more about your company? Tell us a little bit of what's the best ways I'm assuming we should start following you on TikTok if we're not, right? But what are some ways that we should contact you? How can we get to you? Yeah, uh, whatever your preferred social media is, I'm everywhere uh, at SocialTPro. So you'll find me across the board. That's also my website, SocialTPro.com. Uh, you'll find me on LinkedIn at Austin Armstrong as well. I don't want to give you too many options, just whatever your preferred platform is. Um, definitely if you want to continue to deep dive down the TikTok uh, bandwagon. Uh, check out my podcast, Business Talk, that's Business T-O-K, because I interview real business owners in every industry that are leveraging TikTok to grow their businesses as well. So you can hear from other people, not just myself. 
That's good. And we will put all of uh, Austin's main ways to contact him, his website, his podcast, all of that will be in the show notes, uh, which if you aren't getting those dropped directly into your uh, inbox every week, go sign up for the newsletter. We'll drop them in there. Um, and uh, that way you don't got to go search them out. And we'll have all of that easy. We will also add to the show notes some of those websites that Austin referenced that uh, that could help save you a lot of time in creating content and getting rid of those godforsaken TikTok watermarks. So, Austin, any any final words uh, before we cut loose for the for this episode? Just get started and give it 30 days of consistency. There you have it. Well, very good. Austin, um, really, really appreciate your time. Really appreciate you investing into the Champion Forum Nation. Listener, listen, hey, keep pushing your brand. Embrace change and never forget that you all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.